everyone. Hi, this is the Ask Cadian Show on BBS Radio, and I am your host, Cadian Grant. Happy Valentine's Day to everyone, and hope you're enjoying your day. And thank you so much for tuning in with me tonight. I am a life transformational coach, and as your coach, I am here to remind you of your greatness. And what does that mean? Because I say it all the time, and I get that question from people all the time. What does that mean? You're here to remind me of my greatness. And basically, that means I am here to help you authentically live through eradicating patterns, getting rid of habits, getting rid of outdated belief systems, expanding your perspectives on things, you know, things to help you connect to who you really are. Because we have lost who we really are. And I discussed that in detail in the last um, show. And it would be something I discuss all the time because it's very important for people to understand that. So I am basically here to awaken you more and making you more aware of your life and yourself and what you came here to do. I am looking forward to guiding you to authentically live through my unique coaching style and techniques. So welcome to the show. This is, as always, an interactive show. So remember to call in and chat with me at any time tonight. And the number in the U.S. and Canada to call in is 888-627-627. 6008. Once again, the number in US and Canada is 888-627-6008. And anywhere else around the world directly at 323-744-4831. That's 323-744-4831. So give me a call anytime. You can interrupt me at any time so we can chat. Tonight's topic will be about relationships. As a matter of fact, this whole month will be dedicated to relationships due to Valentine's Day. So this is relationships part one. Um, There are so many different types of relationships. There's the parent-child relationship, mother-daughter, father-son, siblings, co-workers, teachers, your neighbors. Everyone that you encounter and spend some time with, you are in a relationship with even if the relationship is tumultuous and you feel somewhat hateful because sometimes we have those feelings um, towards someone, you are in a relationship. Even if the relationship has broken off, and this is what a lot of people don't get when I talk to them about certain relationships that they're still involved with and they say, but we're not seeing each other anymore and they live far away or I moved away. But you're thinking of someone, even though you're not in contact with them, but they're in your thoughts, still connect you to that person. So that relationship is going, still going on. And usually what we're thinking about is the history, um, how that relationship made me feel, really usually the negative parts of that relationship. And you know that you're still in it when you are constantly talking about the relationship or if a situation comes up and you're, you know, and it, it ignites something inside of you and say, you know, I've been through that situation Um, with this person. This is what happened, blah, blah, blah. And you're retelling the story over and over. And you have a lot of energy behind the story still, you know, do you have behind the story you're telling about this relationship that you thought that, you know, you thought was over. So you're still in 
that relationship energetically or emotional because anything that's emotion emotional is energetic you're still there and another way for you to notice that you're still aligned to a relationship like that is when you start to see the traits of that old relationship in current relationships around you. So this is how awareness works, you know, and how you become more awakened to your life. When you can observe, observe those things, you, you start to observe certain traits of a person or persons in the current relationships, you, you know, so that's becoming more aware and that's so important. And it's great when we become more aware because then we can change what we are attracted to. And we'll talk more about that as well. But tonight we'll be talking mostly about romantic relationships in honor of Valentine's Day. And three things I want to cover tonight are roles of relationships, readying yourself, and an exercise in how to begin attracting the one. Okay, um, so a romantic romantic relationship start out as you know you're connected to someone, you feel that attraction to someone. All relationships start out like that. It's a it's a connection, but romantically speaking, we are there's an attraction between us and this other person, and the relationships is now aligned. You and this person are aligned to each other and the relationship starts to proceed if you both decide that's what you want to do because everything is a choice. Everything is a decision, you know, and relationships shows us who we are and what we want. And as the relationships are going along, we when we want more, whether it's you or the other person or both, a lot of times it's both, when we want more, we start to feel a somewhat disconnect and it starts off very subtle, right? It starts off with some uneasiness, some, um, a little bit of unsettling feeling within you about this person and the situations you and this person are in. And it's very subtle as first, at first. And it's, it's waking us up. It's saying, pay attention to this because you probably want more than what this person can offer you. And that's okay. There's nothing wrong with that individual. If you want more and this person cannot offer it, we can't make them offer it. That's what they have. But the choice is up to you at this point to decide if you want to continue to go after what you are desiring. And if we don't pay attention, the disconnection becomes greater the misalignment start to come in and it start your there's a gap between you and this person you and the old relationship cuz within you you want to evolve you want to you want to grow and that's what relationships are there for is to help us is to teach us and assist us in our own personal growth and developments we have to, we are here to evolve you cannot you cannot stop evolution we're here for that just think about the internet 20 30 years ago it was just it, i don't even think it was even there 30 years ago or we didn't have access to it but if you look at 
the internet now and how we connect with each other through these social media sites, you know, emails and so on. Most people are evolving to that. And probably my lifetime, everyone would have to evolve to that or else you would just be outdated. You know, you would have you would have limited your perspectives on things if you don't evolve. And with time, evolution will still go on, even if you are stubborn and don't want to move with it, you know? So relationships are there to show us, to help us in this evolution, whether we want it or not. So as you're going along with, a, you know, in a relationship and the connection is no longer there and that feeling of, you know, whatever you felt at the beginning of the relationship is becoming uneasy and unsettling. If you don't do something about it, it just gets worse. And there's nothing nothing worse than seeing, and I see this a lot, couples together that should have broken up a long, long time ago, you know, and but they stay together and they're still learning in their path, but they're not getting enough to propel them up their happiness ladder because they're just getting the same lessons over and over again. So what are some of the roles of relationship? I just discussed some of them. For instance, they are here to push us, test us, and trigger us to our greatness through the choice. It's there to help us make choices. You know, is this what I want? Should I move on? How can I find what I want? They're there to help us connect to who we are. They're there to... They're great for assisting us in our self-values. A lot of us have low self-esteem and self-confidence and low self-worth. And relationship greatly assists us in that area through the choices that we make in them. They're here to show us what we don't want so we can know what we really want. And the reason that's important is because growing up, we were told what we we wanted. We're told that we we should go to college. We're told that's the only way for us to make a good living and so on and so forth. We're, you know, we we watch the media and say, oh, and they tell us this is what's good to eat. And they take this medicine for that. And this is what your soulmate should look like, you know. But relationships, when you get in them, will show us exactly what we don't want You'll show us the contrast. And that is beautiful. If we can look at it that way, this experience is there for me to find out who I am and what I really want. Because you've been lost for a long time. And they're here there to help you do that. They also bring us to authentic happiness through choices. Remember, authentic happiness is one of our purpose. We're here to be happy. So if you're not happy in a relationship, then it's time to go find your happiness. And a lot of times we cannot find it in an unhappy relationship. It, it's just too much he- too much heaviness, too much weight of the relationship, you know, and too much patterns in that relationship. So we have to leave it to go find our happiness. Relationships can activate the favorable, tra- the favorable traits of our soul or the unfavorable traits of our soul. And that's very important. The reason I say that's very important is because within each of us, there are these strings of emotions. And it's just 
some of them are balanced in some of us, some of them are out of balance, and some of them is just, it's not enough that we don't display it um, all the time. So for instance, if you are a person that really gets angry and you attract someone that's angry and this person is angry all the time, if you don't know how to control your energy and control your emotions, that relationship will activate. And when I say activate, it will increase that angry emotional part of you. It would help to trigger that. So when you're in a relationship, it'll be ideal for us to look at the traits of that person that we really don't like and see where in ourselves it's coming forth so we can do something about it, you know, and we'll talk more about that as well. Relationships also activate within us a dominant state of being. And this is, this, this is where we operate from mostly. So if the person is angry, if that's their state of being, their vibration is another word, their frequency is another word for that. If that's their state of being, probably because growing up, they were around angry parents, angry family members, maybe that's the way their family vibrate at that emotion. So they have that traits within them and it, beca- it becomes that, that dominant within them. So your dominant state of being is due to in part of the relationships you've been in and the ones you've been in since you're young is with parents and siblings and family members and so on and so forth. We all need relationships. Remember that whether it's romantic or not romantic, we need them as human beings. We're here for connection. No one is here to be a hermit, even though there are few, you know, people that chooses that route. But that's not the norm for the human species. That's why we are so drawn to each other and we yearn for connection because we are here for that. We're here for each other. A relationship also gives us the, the ability to choose, which is the greatest gift that we have. The choices we make are not you know, determines our vibration and what we attract. You have that gift of choice to choose. And lastly, one very important thing, which I probably think is most important thing that a relationship does for us is to help us with forgiveness and release of karma. Forgiveness is a very, very high vibration even higher than authentic happiness. You don't have to retaliate if someone treats you bad. You can truly learn to forgive, which releases you and that person from future karmic involvement, which in return returns keep your energy high, keep you climbing your happiness ladder, and so you can vibrate very high. Forgiveness, and it's not just saying you have to, this is true forgiveness. This is, you're no longer telling the story and the issues you have surrounding a certain person. You love them, you forgive them, you don't remember 
you know, whatever actions they took or didn't take. You, you're forgetting about that. You're moving on. If we don't let go, all that does is create stagnant energy and keeps us low on our happiness ladder. Relationships are there to help us with forgiveness, true forgiveness, not just someone saying, oh, I forgive you. And then they're still having negative thoughts about a person. That's not true forgiveness. So those are some of the roles that relationships play in our lives. And I would love to talk to you about that if you have any questions or you want to add to that, because I love to learn. I love to grow. I love to listen to people. It's very important to me to hear what others have to say, because they could probably have a different perspective than I have, and they can expand my perspective. I love that. So once again, remember the number to call in in U.S. and Canada is 888 627-6008. That's 888-627-6008. And anywhere else around the world directly, it's 323-744-4831. So give me a call and we could chat about anything. It doesn't have to be about relationships. It could be about anything. I would love to help guide you in, um, to, for changes in your life and transformation. I think this is a good time to take a break. So I'll be right back. And in the next segment, I will actually do an exercise on how to begin attracting the one. So I'll be right back. Hello, this is Kadian Grant of Ask Kadian. And every fourth Thursday of each month, I will be facilitating a life transformation group coaching online class. This class will begin on January 28th. If personal one-on-one coaching isn't for you right now and you would like assistance with change in your life, then I highly recommend getting started with this class. Each month, we will work on a particular theme. I will answer questions, coach, and be there for your personal development. For more information, please visit my website, at www.kadiangrant.com and click on group coaching to begin your transformation. I am here to remind you of your greatness in every way. Hi, and welcome back to the Ask Kadian Show. And I am your host, Kadian Grant. And um, thank you for tuning in tonight. And tonight we are talking about relationships. And I have a caller on the line. Hi, Megan from Washington. Hi, Kadian. Happy Valentine's Day. Happy Valentine's Day to you. How can I help you? Um, can you say more about how you control your energy in relationships? I find myself triggered and, you know, I'll feel fear or anger or upset. And I'm working on that. So I'd I'd really like to hear a little more. Or you can, you know, (laughs) you can work with me if you want. Yeah. Yeah. That's something we don't understand is that we do have control of our own energy. And that's through the choices that we make. So when someone triggers us, um, that's saying to us, there's something about what 
you're doing is inside of us, something we need to pay attention to. So what I would do is if something is triggering you, if you can stop in the moment before you react to the person and pay attention to what's going on in your body and pay attention to them. Even if, if the person, particularly if the person is in front of you, just stop and look at them and pay attention and listen clearly to what they're saying. Because when we react, we are not really listening to the person. We're just reacting to what we think they're saying. And you would hear it differently, what they're saying. And so if you can just stop and do that, or even write something down so you can visit it later on, will be great to slow the, the reaction process down. And then when we get rid of what this is causing us, because usually it brings up anger within us and whatever emotion is bringing up for you, when you could go past that, you can look at what's happening within you. And then you realize that this person is helping you with something in your life and you will see the answer. So for instance, if the person triggers um, some kind of Let's say the person is mean to you and you're like, oh my God, why is this person mean to me? I didn't do anything and blah, blah, blah. If we could just stop because it's never about you. It's about your evolution and your growth. You need to grow in that area. Then you start to look in your life and say, hey, am I that way? And then if you're honest about it, then you can begin to change it. And that, that, that change will change your attraction to those triggers. Did that help, Megan? Okay. It does. It does. It sounds like something that requires some practice and then it builds up and then things get better. Yes, because we're not used to working this way at all. So um, becoming aware in your life, and that's what, what, what you'll be doing, is becoming aware of things and your surroundings and others in your life. And we're not, we're not practiced that way. We're not taught that way. You know, I grew up in a family that's very reactive. So someone says something to you, you say something right back, but you're not clearly listening to what the person is saying to you. You're just reactive. So now you're both in this conversation, this argument, and it's getting nowhere and it just becomes a pattern. And I, I saw this, you know, throughout my family, even with me, it took me a while for me to just stop in the moment and say, why is this triggering me and how I can disengage from it, you know? So, and that's how you begin to work on your energy and shift it. It's all, remember, it's always about you. It's never about the person like we always think. It's never about them. And if we could look at it, if you could look at it and say, you know what, this experience, why am I having this experience? Don't even look at the person as a human being. Look at what's happening as, as an experience. Okay, what does this experience mean to me, right? Because when you say experience versus, oh, look what Sally did to me as an example. I don't even know if you know any Sallys. But if you look at it that way, <laughs> right, Sally becomes unimportant and the situation is showing itself to you, you will see it differently. So you could begin doing that. Okay. I appreciate right. that. Thank you for taking my call. And I hope that you'll talk more about forgiveness either in this call or later on in another one. 
Definitely later on. I'm not sure so much because that's such a wide topic and it's really huge, <laughs> but maybe not this, <laughs> this, um, <laughs> this show, but we would definitely get to those things because they're all part of, you know, our growth and development. So thank you so much and have a great evening. Thanks. You too. Bye. All right. Bye-bye. So Valentine's Day. Everyone is looking for the one, right? <laughs> Some people call it the soulmate, the companion for the rest of their lives. And they begin to ready themselves. Now, I'm going to be honest with you. I don't have a formula for you <laughs> finding the one. I don't have a magic bullet. I don't, I don't have any of that. I'm going to be honest with you. You have to begin working on yourself and you have to begin changing your attraction to what is it you really want. And I can guide you in that way. There is no, no magic here. And the person will show up at your door tomorrow. I think when people um, live in those fantasy world, of course, they get disappointed because it is not that it's it is not the way to go. So I'm just letting you know up front that this exercise that I'm going to do is not going to bring the one for you tomorrow. But what it will do is begin you be, begin changing and moving you in the direction of a relationship that you really want. So what people normally do when they get ready for a relationship, right? They ready their bodies and their lifestyle and their status and their economical situation and however they, all this, you know, the aspiration phase, that doing phase that we talk about on this show. And they, they begin readying themselves in that way externally, right? Because they want to look good and think that's how they would get the one. And for most part, we are attracted to each other physically. So we do see, you know, the grooming of a person and if a person's a certain height or the tone of their voice that we like, you know, there's physical aspect that we are attracted to and there's nothing wrong with that. But if you are seeking to find that love, and I don't even have a word for it. I've been trying to find a word for it, but some people use soulmate, which I, I think is is not a correct word because everyone is your soulmate that you encounter, every relationship you're in. So your children is your soulmate, your parents are your soulmate, you know, everyone, your your barista you talk to at the coffee shop all the time is your soulmate. So to me, that kind of waters it down a little bit. What we're talking about, this unique vibrational match spontaneous, and, and those are my words because that's what I'm looking for, adventurous relationship that I want, you know, um, we're all looking for that, you know. So to begin doing that, um, the exercise I'm going to go over with you is to, like I said, to get you started in, this, in that direction. So f I want you to make three lists. And this, if you're not in a relationship or you're not in a satisfying re relationship, you know, you can still use this exercise. Just know when you do it, it will bring stuff up if you are in a relationship. And if you don't want to change where you are in the relationship, you might not want to do it. But if you do want to discover that relationship that will make you fly high as a kite and connect you to who you really are, um, then you have to then 
you know, we could begin here. But if you don't want change, I wouldn't, I wouldn't do it. And that's okay. Some people are okay with settling. So the first thing I want you to do is on your first list is list one is to list the characteristic or things that you will like in an ideal mate for you. So if you're not in a relationship or if you're not in one, you're not satisfied, use the characteristics of the person that you were with last. And you can, you know, use previous mates. You can even use other people that you encounter. Say, oh, this person, I like this, the kindness of this person, you know, I like the respect of this person, you know. So ask yourself these questions, you know, do you want your mate to be kind? Do you want your mate to be respectful? Do you want your mate to be supportive? A great lover, funny, tall, short, financially independent, world traveler, athletic. Make this list as long as you can. And it can even have small and little petty things because as you go along, you're going to refine it. But for now, I just want you to just list everything that you think you want because we're trying to fine tune you um, to get to the things that really, that you really want. So list as many things as you want. And this will take a few days or months. I don't want you to rush it. I want you to look around. I want you to think of others. What do you love in a parent, in a sibling, friends, co-workers? Because maybe you haven't even experienced it in a romantic relationship, but you're admiring it in someone else. So take your time. You know, this is not to be done all at once. I don't even want you to spend a lot of time on it either. You know, a couple minutes to add to the list, you know, couple days later, if you want to spend a couple minutes, you just take your time. But when something moves you that you want, I want you to add it to the list. Okay, list two. List two, I want you to list the characteristics or things that you would absolutely will not tolerate in a relationship. So, and once again, look at previous relationships or currently relationships. They are there. Do not ignore them. What will you absolutely not tolerate anymore? For example, disrespect, narcissism, a Democrat, a, Rep- a Republican, fat, skinny, someone that hates baseball. List everything just like the above, even if it's small or petty. This list too, you will revisit as well. And once again, take your time here again. Let the process unfold for you. Look for things in your past and in your present. You know, take your time. Um, Because we, if we sit down and do it all at once, we can't catch everything. You know, so you might just be somewhere. It's like, you know what? I need to add that to my list. I do this a lot. I put these notes in my iPhone. So I put notes, you know, I type it up in my phone and then I go home later and put it on the computer. Or what, but I just don't want to forget it. So I, I type in, you know, in the notes app. And so you can do that. Even if you're somewhere, you, you know, you don't have access to your list. This is your list. No one has to see your list. No one has to see the small stuff and the petty stuff. This is your list. Once again, you will revise it as we go along. And list three, I want you to list things you are willing to compromise on. The truth is in any relationship, 
there is a compromise, but this should be the shortest list. Okay. And do this list when you have finished the first two lists and think about what you've written so far. You shouldn't compromise a lot in a relationship, but there is a little give and take, you know? So for instance, if you have baseball as a deal breaker, right? And if the person has a lot of what you really want and he, you love baseball and the person doesn't love baseball, is that really a deal breaker? You know what I mean? Is that like, oh my God, I'm going to throw away this nice, respectful, kind person because he doesn't or she doesn't like baseball? Think about that. Or if you want someone over six feet, you know, is that a deal breaker if the person comes in at five nine and has so much of the other stuff? So this is what I'm talking about as compromise. And once again, later on, just you look at it. What is a deal breaker? For me, what I will absolutely not tolerate is disrespect. Will not tolerate that. You do that and it's done for me, you know. And I never let someone tell me they could change because you telling me you're going to change is not really you changing. That's just you trying to keep me. So what will you not absolutely tolerate that? I won't tolerate that. I won't tolerate, I won't tolerate abuse, you know, and, and those things. So you have to look at your list because we're all wired differently. Okay. Then the truth is most people don't know what they really want. So relationships helps us to define that. And most, most times early on in our lives is the relationships around us that shows us what we should compromise and what we should tolerate. You know, so if you want to climb up your happiness ladder to make you happier, which a relationship can't do for you, and to increase your self-values, you have to know what is it you really want and you have to know who you are. And we can do that through relationships, you know, and we can do that without relationships. And I hope to get to that later on. But I want you to make the list. And once again, it's not going to send a person to you tomorrow. That's not what this list is for. This list is for you. This list is for you to under, to begin understanding you. What is it I want? Who am I? So on and so forth. What is it I, I didn't like in my parents' relationship, you know, that I don't want in my relationship, what I didn't want in my family's relationship, I don't want in this relationship. So, this list is for you, for nobody else. Okay. Um, also, if you're in a relationship and you choose to stay, even though it's something you don't really want, and I, that's settling, you know, life will continue to send you experiences so you can choose. That would never stop happening. So if you think that, you know what? I'm done till death do us part. I'm already here. You know, I might as well, you know, walk down the aisle. I got the ring. I might as well just stay. Don't think life is, is, is just going to say, oh, you know, Sue just settled. She's okay. Um, that's where she's going to keep her, you know, her dominant state of being. No, you're here to be happy. 
You are here. That is a contract you have with the universe. You said when I'm going to be born, I am going to find happiness, authentic happiness. So the universe will always send you experiences so you can choose you and choose your happiness. Even if you stay until you die, life will never stop trying. You will keep getting those experiences. It is, just remember those experiences, it's for your highest good. And also it's for the highest good of the other individual. Not just for you. Because if you're miserable, they're miserable too. If you're feeling uneasy, they're feeling uneasy. If they're feeling unfulfilled, if you're feeling unfulfilled, they're feeling unfulfilled. So it's for both of you guys, you know? And um, so... Think about it, take your time with the list, like I said, and keep refining it. And as you begin to grow and become more aware, the little stuff will fall off. The little petty stuff will fall off. But for now, put it there. It's not a big deal. Okay. Um, remember, once again, the number to call in in USA and Canada, because I will I love chatting with people, is 888 888- Six two seven six zero zero eight, and anywhere else directly to U.S. I mean, outside of U.S. and Canada, three two three seven four 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 eight three one. Give me a call with anything you like to discuss with me. But tonight we are discussing relationship, and to be more specific, romantic relationships in honor of Valentine's Day. And right now I'm going to take a short break and I will be right back. You must be wondering how you can succeed in your life. Succeed in a career field that is saturated. Succeed in finding an intimate relationship. Succeed in losing and keeping the weight off or achieving financial success. In my online workshop, Developing Your Own Formula for Success, you will no longer be wondering, but instead be on a path towards believing and eventually achieving your heart's desires. This workshop begins February 11th and currently has an introductory special rate for 2016. Visit www.kdngrant.com and click on workshops for more detailed information And while you're there, check out my weight loss webinar beginning in May if losing weight has been a struggle for you. You will learn why eating right and physical exercise alone isn't the key to losing weight. I am here to remind you of your greatness. Hi, welcome back. Happy Valentine's Day, everyone. This is Cadian Grant of Ask Cadian on the on the Ask Cadian Grant show. And it's on BBS Radio. That's what I was trying to get out. And um, thank you for tuning in with me tonight and give me a call anytime so we can chat. To find out more about me, please visit me at my website at www.kadiangrant.com. That's www. that's K-A-D-I-A-N grant.com. Alrighty. So we're talking about romantic relationships um, tonight in honor of Valentine's Day. And we went over some of the roles that a relationship plays in our lives. And also a quick exercise for you to begin shifting your attraction to what you really want. And now I want to talk about readying yourself. How do you ready yourself for 
this um, relationship that you're really looking for. You know, um, like I said earlier, we ready other things, you know, externally, you know, our bodies and lifestyle and so on and so forth, but we don't internally ready ourselves uh, for that particular relationship. It's not about the person. It's all about you, because if you don't ready yourself and that person is ready, um, there won't be a connection and an alignment, you know, so you have to work on yourself as well. Um, So here are the three things that we normally do um, when it comes to this romantic relationship, how we can ready ourselves, right? We could do it without a relationship. You know, and that's probably the ideal way to ready oneself is before entering a relationship, but that's not the norm. And that's okay because we can use relationships to ready ourselves as well. You know, you will get to know yourself through contrast. A relationship will help because it will show you what you don't want so you can see and feel what you want. You can get to know yourself through relationships as well. When we're young, I think we spend a lot of we spend too much time in relationships and 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 that's okay because you're young and you're you're, you're learning and you know it takes you a little longer to make choices as you get older it's easier to 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 make a choice. But without a relationship if we could just go ahead and learn uh, through learn about ourselves that will that's the ideal way but it doesn't happen that way so we start relationships early on in our lives another way is we do it after a breakup right now i'm in favor of taking time for yourself to get to know yourself after a breakup so this is it's back to getting to know yourself a lot of people when they break up with someone usually run into another relationship shortly after. And that's not good. And it's not good for several reasons. One, you haven't really um, gotten over or gotten through whatever you need to. So you're really getting a replica of the relationship you were in. And you can see that if you look for it, you will see those traits of the old relationship in this new relationship. And that's because you have not shifted your point of attraction, your um, your energy to, to something different. So you just keep getting the same thing. And that's okay. You could keep doing that, going from relationship to relationship, because like I said, it will teach you, but it's ideal to take a break, take some time off, spend some time with yourself, to shift where you are on your happiness ladder. And the third thing is through inner work. And all of this requires inner work. It just depends on how you do inner work. We always come back to inner work because inner work is to help expand you. It is to help increase your awareness. It's all for you. It's about you getting rid of your your attachment to the past, to your past. It's about you connecting to who you really are and not choosing based on 
how you were brought up. It's also getting rid of the past traumas that are there. They will, you will have them in your current relationships if you don't go through, forgive, and get over it. Okay, so inner work is very important. It's something we'll talk about all the time on this show because we have to get rid of those traumas. Those are the weight, the weight that's holding you back. You know, inner work helps us attract that romantic partner that we're looking for, that 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 partner that we are yearning. And even if you think you're not yearning someone, that's not true. Even if you're in a relationship, because you are, because you, you start to think about others or think about other things you would like, because this person is not fulfilling what you want. And so you are, the yearning is there. A lot of people try to ignore it or they try to stifle it you know, but that's not good for you because you're stifling your happiness, you know, through inner work, you will real, you will see the traits that you, of a person you're attracted to. Hence the saying girls marry or date their fathers, you know, because that's what they have seen. That's what they're used to. That's where their dominant state of being is at the moment. So if you look closely in relationships, if you're a female and the way you date a guy or a girl, it doesn't matter. Look for those traits of your family within that person. It is there. And then you get to decide if you want to compromise and keep those traits or if it's traits you can you don't want to tolerate, they have to go or, you know, they're okay with you. You get to decide. Just know you get to decide in this whole process. All right? So how do you ready yourself? You can, all of this requires inner work. And you can still do the inner work within a relationship, but it's hard. I try that. I was married for 24 years. And it's hard to do inner work within a relationship it is really difficult particularly if the person you're married to is very very kind you know but you're unhappy it's hard to do that so ideally is without a relationship and if you're in a relationship and you break up please take some time to do some of that work you don't have to do all of it it don't have to be a hundred it doesn't have to be a hundred percent but just take some time off to make some decisions in your life to decide if that's what you want, right? And the inner work, of course. Inner work is in, you're never going to stop doing that. It doesn't even matter if you you get to joy because there's different levels of joy and different levels of authentic happiness and different levels of greatness, you still have to do that inner work to get to the next level of your happiness and, and joy. And so don't think that once I start doing that, oh, the inner work, it's finished. No, it's not. And I have Angela on line two. Um, let's take her call. Hi, Angela. 
I just want you, I heard you talking about inner work, and I want you to expand on it some more. What exactly is inner work, and how do you do it? Okay, so the inner work is the key to unlocking your inspiration, your connection mm -hmm. to your soul. And mm -hmm. it's the unloading and overcoming of your past. A lot of mm -hmm. us, our past is following us around daily. It's getting rid of eradicating patterns, upgrading outdated be belief systems, expanding your perception and your perspectives, walking through your fears and overcoming challenges. That's your inner work. That's what inner work oh. means. Okay, okay. Well, I think I have a lot to do. <laughs> <laughs> So anything you want to get <laughs> you're funny. Is there anything uh, you want to get started with? <laughs> well, I'm not sure if I want to get started because I'm not in a relationship and I think I've gotten too comfortable. And not being um, in a relationship. Heard, uh, you got comfortable not uh, being in a relationship? No, I say I, I, I'm comfortable because I'm not in one. And I think I've gotten so comfortable because everybody that comes now, I find fault. I say, oh, this one is do this. And it do that, and it reminds me of this, and all kinds of faults. So I don't know exactly what is happening. So my question to you is: Do you want a relationship? Uh, I'm not sure. I'm not. Right. I'm, I'm. I'm not sure. You know, sometimes you're you're at that state where you're uncertain. But I right. think it's been going on too long, and <laughs> and they say, so oh, you you're getting older. So you need to find someone, need, you know, listen to that. Right, um, right. So it becomes, um, it's like being in a relationship, right? What you're saying, you've gotten comfortable staying by yourself. And it's very mm -hmm. similar to people who get comfortable staying in a relationship that they're not happy in. Okay. So you not being in a relationship is, is very good. Except that you now need to do, you need to ask yourself some questions. It's very important for you to decide if you want a relationship. And I, in my opinion, I think we all want a relationship. We are here for connection. We are here to be together, to find that love. I just think that you've just been disappointed enough that you kind of given that up. So yeah. the first, right. So the first thing you should do is change your language around a relationship. Cause I think you're saying you, you said it, you actually said I'm comfortable right now, mm -hmm. you know, yeah. and since you're comfortable, you don't, when we're in our comfort zone, it's hard for us to get out of that comfort zone. So you need to get uncomfortable because where you are. Last night, yes. Last night, someone, you know, I met him earlier, uh, like two weeks ago. And last night he called and said, oh, what are you doing um, tomorrow? I said, I'm going for dinner. I'm going out of town. And, um, when I, and I'll be coming back later on in the evening. And he said, what are you doing in the evening? I said, I'm going to my bed. <laughs> so here I am. <laughs> so what, are you afraid of something? I want you to think of this because um, my time is coming short. So I, wanted, I want you to think about this. Uh -huh. Are you afraid of a relationship? Are you afraid to be happy in relationship? Because sometimes uh, we're afraid of happiness, you know. Yeah, I, I, I think I'm afraid of the trouble because I just think that they come with trouble. You know, oh, I, I, so I your so. belief so is a relationship is mind. trouble. 
yeah. <laughs> I can't so, be bothered. I said, I said, I can't be bothered. That's one of the things I keep on saying. You okay, know, so you have to shift your thinking, Angie, from being yeah. from a relationship being trouble, mm-hmm. nothing but trouble, to yeah. it's possible that a relationship can bring me happiness. I think you have already um, attuned yourself to that language. And you're mm-hmm. saying, oh, my God, all relationships are trouble. And you, so you, therefore, you don't give it a chance. Why not give it a chance so you mm-hmm. can make a decision, mm-hmm. so you can see what you want from what you don't want? But, and, you know, I think and, I got a good one once, you know, and I just, don't ask me why it ended. I know I just. <laughs> you ended it because just, you're afraid. Because you're afraid. I just got the mother. And that was, a, when now in retrospect, I mm-hmm. realized that that one was a good one, but then I say, oh, uh, yeah. All right. You know, well, so it I can happen it. again, you know. It can happen mm-hmm. again. So I don't want you to give that up. It can hap- yeah. happen again. I want you to change your language, start changing your language around relationship that I can be yeah. in a loving, happy relationship. I want you to begin yeah. your, your, your um, heading in that direction. And that's what's going mm-hmm. to change, begin to change um, or start a different, um, attraction for you. So I am running out of time, which I had more time. Um, okay. All righty. Nice talking with you. There. Anytime. Um, I'm here every two there. weeks. All okay. Right. And I'd right. love to hear okay. from you. All right. Nice talking with you. Bye for now. All right. Bye-bye. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so uh, we're coming to the end of the show, and I just hope everyone have a great holiday, and don't let this holiday remind you of what you don't have, but allow you to remember that you are the greatest creator in the universe, and you can be creative on this day. You can make Valentine's Day whatever you want. Forget about tradition. How can you make this day perfect for you. I am not just talking to the ones not in a relationship, but also the ones in a relationship because being in a relationship does not make this holiday perfect either. You know, you don't want to pretend to be happy and pretend that you love the flowers and candy. I am talking to you as well. What can you do to change your perspective on of this day? I was just talking to Angie. She's already in a comfort zone where she thinks all relationship that comes her way will be bad. How can you begin to change that perspective? That's what I want to help help you with changing your perspective so you can be happier, not lonely or pretentious in a relationship. This holiday can mean whatever you want to mean for you. You can redefine it and not follow the mainstream. I'm a big proponent of not following mainstream. Do whatever you want. Right now, I'm in Washington, D.C. I don't have a romantic love this year, but I am in D.C., Um, with one of the greatest loves of my life. And that's with my daughter, my youngest daughter, watching her do her passion. And her her passion is volleyball. So I am here at her tournament. You know, I stepped away to do the show and then I head back over there to watch her. That brings me great joy and happiness. And she is my love. That's Valentine's Day for me this year. It's not going to be like that every single year, but that's what I have and I'm loving it and I'm enjoying my baby do what she does and and partake in her volleyball tournament. So thank you so much for tuning in and remember, I am always here to remind you of your greatness. Bye-bye.